Hello, family and friends. I'm honored today for our last day in this set with uh, Tommy and Kate Harrison. It's been such a blessing. Thank you both for taking time out to be with me. It's been an incredible blessing. Today, we're going to focus a little bit on marriage and family. A couple of good topics out there for the church. And if you would get us started in prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your word. We pray that you speak truth through us today and just pray that you're just with those who are struggling and uh, let this let this podcast be a blessing to someone in jesus name amen amen so yeah this talking about marriage i mean there's a lot we could get into i think the the thing that comes to my mind first is uh, just obedience with god's word and before the podcast we were talking with greg and he mentioned you know husbands treating their wives as jesus does the church and and that's a that's a high standard to hold. And in in the previous on day four, yesterday we were talking about having fire for the word and fire for the Lord. And and, and part of that, you know, if you have that, it, it gives you fire for your relationship with your spouse and with your family. And I, I've not always been at that point, and I still struggle, you know, as as we all do. But uh, I mean, especially early on with our first child, I didn't really know what it meant to be a father. Much less, you know, a husband. You know, I knew the this, the normal check the box type stuff. But you know, if you truly look into it, there's a lot that I guess men of this day and age just kind of really just I don't think even intentionally do. But there's things that there's needs that your wife has that you just don't really know how to act on. I guess one of my biggest things was just spending time with with Kate whenever. She needed it most. Um, we had a newborn at the time. I was kind of selfish and would still go off and do things that were interesting to me. As long as I knew she and the baby were okay, I didn't really go through and, and think about the long-term ramifications of, you know, maybe she just needed me home. Maybe I needed to be there with her to just talk about things or, you know, just help out with the little things that to me didn't seem like a big deal, uh, but they were to her. I think something that's really important with marriage anybody and everybody that probably talks about marriage would say is communication mm -hmm. you know i think talk about stuff until it seems redundant you know i, I think if, if you talk about something until a point where it seems redundant then maybe you're good but you know that, that's something that i think we've had to work on is just saying hey and don't start a fight about it is just saying hey i'm uncomfortable with this could you please do this or maybe next time, if situation X arises, maybe you could you could do Y instead of Z. And those are all little steps that, that lead you in the right direction. And doing things, uh, it is a sacrifice that both of you take. It's, it's the oath that you take, you know, on the day you get married to live for each other, you know, in that regard, to uh, put your the needs of your spouse over the needs of you. And that's easier said than done a lot of times. And, you know, that's something that especially someone like me, you know, I, I have all sorts of hobbies and I'm still friends with majority of the friends I was friends with in high school. And I would say the majority of those still live locally. And, you know, we go hunt and fish and, you know, I've never been like a big bar person or anything. And it's not like I was out gallivanting around the town, but it's still time. And it's still, it's still a need that needs to be nurtured. And I think it's just something that is important to, as, for couples to focus on. And as you work on your marriage, once you have kids, that will all trickle down, you know, but the Bible should be first and foremost, you know, the word of God should be the base of your, of your marriage. And, you know, from there, your actions will, uh, you know, speak for themselves and, and, and work through your family. Amen to all of that. But yeah, we've had four, five, six, seven conversations about 
the same topic sometimes mm-hmm. because sometimes you just have to work through that and that's without fighting and that was not something that came naturally to either of us in the beginning and I remember him telling me I'm not a mind reader you have to tell me what you need and as stubborn as I was I sometimes would get upset because well you should see what I need I shouldn't have to tell you what I need you should just see it but it doesn't work like that ladies and men too if you have needs we're not mind readers either and I'm not just talking about physical needs okay guys if there's something like Tommy if I didn't smile at him or hug him because I was tired or you know whatever I I did not realize that was impacting him that if he came home and and saw me kind of in a grumpy mood or stressed out and I didn't even give him a hug or smile. Hey, nice to see you. That affects affected him. So those were all things that we did work through and we've communicated on. Um, I've been known to write him very, very, very long emails sometimes over topics that we maybe are too emotional to talk about or I'm too emotional to talk about. And it turns into a fight, not a productive conversation. And sometimes he will then reply in within the email back and read to me. And it's an ongoing, so it's kind of a running joke between us. But I'll tell my other wife friends, write an email. I promise it works. So they'll, they'll read it, you know. Um, because like with text messaging, you can't get it all in text. And you're still, you still have that instant emotional I don't reaction. So with email, you kind of have time to process it and think through it. Almost like journaling it out a little kind, bit. Yeah, like journaling. And then you have time to sit and be calm and go back and look over it and, and see mm-hmm. what you've said instead of, you know, maybe some things that would happen in, as a rash. Yeah. And something you said, too, as far as living your life for each other, um, you know, that's for both people. And that is something that doesn't come naturally because we are selfish by nature. We are We do have our flesh we're fighting against. We live in a fallen world. But I will say, if you have Jesus in your life, first and foremost, over your husband, over your family, over yourself, things do tend to just happen a little easier when you have him. And, you know, he tells us in Matthew, for whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will find it. So for me, you know, I lost the life I thought I needed, or I thought I wanted, or I thought I had as far as my marriage and my kids, but I have found something that is so incredible that I, I couldn't have even imagined how much of a blessing being a stay at home mom. And now a homeschooling mom has been to us and has been to our marriage. And by not thinking of only my needs, but thinking of what I can do to be a better wife has in turn turned our marriage into something that's just incredible. And I pray and I have faith that it will continue to grow from here and I'll leave a legacy for our children. Amen. Uh, something I think that to finish this up that's important is that what we're talking about isn't it doesn't mean you sit in your living room and you stare at each other and, and twiddle your thumbs and say we've, we've did it. You know, I think it's a compromise. It, it's working together to know what that common point is. Um, an example that, that Kate gave to others before is I'm really into fishing, and I fish a lot of tournaments. I used to fish a couple different Saturday series a year, which are five Saturdays a summer, um, and then also a Thursday series where I fished uh, one day a week for for ten weeks. And you know, I I've not given that up entirely, but I fish maybe one series now, and maybe a few scattered in in here and there. And that you know, that's kind of the compromise where you know I was spending too much time away. But if you add up all that, 
that all that up plus the time you practice and get ready and all that you know that ends up being a lot of time away you know i've not given up my love for those things but and she is super supportive of of the time i am um, engaging in those activities but it's it's limited in its in its in its communication again you know it's hey would you care if i did that this weekend or do we have something planned or uh, you know it's it doesn't have to be cut and dry uh, give everything up it's just being cognizant of what should be the most important thing outside of, of Jesus in your life. And if, if you put that, you know, where it, where it belongs, then, then everything else will work out how it should. Amen. Yes. Amen to that. Well, Kate, if you would close us out in prayer, please. Yes. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to be here together, gathered in your name. We thank you for Greg. Lord, I thank you for all of the listeners out there. Lord, just please bless them, touch their lives. Uh, use us to speak to them and to shine our lights to you, Lord. All the glory to you. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 And how can they contact you? Yeah, my email it is all lowercase, one word, dkharrisonrn at gmail.com, dkharrisonrn at gmail.com. I'm super passionate about uh, being a godly wife and mom, homeschooling, anything, everything. I'm all ears, so feel free to contact me. Praise God. I'm not sure there's more than one way to spell Harrison, is there? I don't think so, but it's H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N. Oh, praise God. Thank you so much for being with me. It's been an honor to have you guys. It's been fun. And listeners, we love you all. And uh, please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.